The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who fall away. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmonious sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph Lord, in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And with that, good morning, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people. All the boat rockers are in the house. And anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty Radio Show here on Red State Talk Radio where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative Word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us here on Friday morning. Uh, yes, I am having some serious tech issues. I'm going to tell you about that in just a moment because it's not something that's just simple here. Uh, but I'll tell you about that in just a moment. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so. Go to sonsoflibertyradio.com or sonsoflibertymedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio, head over to sonsoflibertymedia.com. <clears throat> Scroll down on the right side of the page. You'll see us streaming live there. And uh, click on that, blow, the, blow that up, and then... Um, Go ahead and uh, jump on the chat. There, we got a lot of friends in there. Great to see you guys this morning. And I apologize. Yes, we're really late here. So I'm hoping that, um, yeah, I think I've got my, yep. Um, 
you guys at Red State, I'm sorry I'm late there. Just nothing I could do about it. And again, I'll tell you about that in a moment. Right above where we're live is Bradley's show from yesterday. Uh, be sure to check that out. And then he'll be on live at 3 p.m. Eastern, I assume, because he's not with me. Um, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. It's not just that. It's it's all of it. So anyway, we're going we're gonna to get through it one way or the other. Okay, so just hang in there with me. And yes... Uh, well, I'll tell you about it in a minute. If you want to help us out and uh, and support the ministry, please uh, click on the donate button at the top of sonslibertymedia.com. Make a one-time donation. Also, you can become a monthly partner with us as a son or daughter of Liberty. You can also do that there. And then uh, over on our store, um, lots of products in there, t-shirts, stuff like that. Many of you are looking to get gifts and stuff. Uh, great conversation starters and equipping tools in there. So be sure to uh, to check that out. And uh, pick up one or for yourself and some stuff for uh, for a gift. Also, this week we're highlighting to Spit Against Heaven DVD. That is normally $20. This week only through tomorrow night, Saturday night at midnight, you can get 20% off with the promo code REPENT. Okay, REPENT is promo code. You get 20% off, and that's through tomorrow night at midnight. Okay, now, just going to lay this out here real quick. The reason everything's late is because yesterday I had to run out somewhere. I took my computer, this this computer that was like a gift to me, $3,500 last year, okay? Works like a champ. Had to take it out, used it, came back home, plugged it back in, working fine, went to eat dinner, came back dead as a doornail. Don't know why. The power cord has power. It's dead. I'm going to have to ship it off. So I'm back to the old computer, the Predator, you know, like Mini Beast. That's what this one is. And it's not been updated in some time. So I'm sitting here last night making sure all the stuff is working and doing what it's supposed to do. And there's no Microsoft updates. And Microsoft, as you know, if you are on Windows 10 or above, they want me to upgrade to this Windows 11. I'm just holding off on that. As you know, if you get an update on that and you do stuff like what we do, it screws with everything if, unless you update it. The sound doesn't work right. The video doesn't work right. Yeah, I know. I know. The rum- Well, the rumble, the problem with that is, you ha- unlike YouTube, you have to upload like a less than 60-second video. So I made a little 10-second video you know, that, that you see on there when it's ready to go live, but it isn't live yet, or while it's processing. Just says Sons of Liberty. It doesn't move or anything. Well, on this computer, I don't have that because I made it on the other one, and I didn't even think about it. So there's a bazillion things that's got to go on. Then you hear the, the the closing music come on, and that's because Zara Radio is acting stupid. And now, on this computer, for whatever reason, <laughs> it changes the microphone. It changes the timing. It picks up. You know, if not talk, it's just, it's crazy. Anyway, don't want to bore you with the stuff. Just know it was a big mess, okay? <laughs> and I guess I'm going to have to sort a couple of things that just, in this, you know, late at night and early in the morning, I'm just not thinking about. There's just too many variables of stuff that has to be done. And there's no way to connect this computer to the other one so that when I update that computer, Somehow all that stuff transfers over. So not to bore you with stuff, just so you understand what's going on. Then Bradley's not on. 
No Facebook, no answer for telephone, nothing. I, so I, I don't know what's going on there. I, I hope he's okay. Um, maybe he forgot. I don't know. But uh, anyway, so here's the thing. I, you know, somebody came in the chat. I was fortunate enough to see this. And uh, let's see. Larry. Larry, bro, this is going to be just for you today. This is going to be just for you. Um, you know, I did a I did a piece on Trump the other day. You say, why are you talking about Trump? He's not the president anymore. I, I know he's not. But some of you out there keep thinking he is. Some of you out there actually think he's like a messiah. He thinks that. People around him think that. I've got the video to prove they think that. And, you know, there was a recent thing. We talked about this the other week. The two people of God deal, right? Remember how we talked about that? And um, we went through Ephesians. We went through Galatians. We went through Genesis. Passages in there. Entire context to show you what's going on. And Larry comes in this morning. Only self-righteous bomb throwers best Trump, man. Trump. 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 And it's like, my goodness, what do you people need? Let me tell you something. Let me put it this way. Everything that you're seeing from the Biden administration right now was set up by Donald Trump. Don't be fooled by that. The reason that you have a vaccine mandate is because you have a vac. Let me change that. The reason you have a COVID shot mandate is because Donald Trump took your money and unconstitutionally gave it to big pharma to start producing those things. That's why you have it. The only reason some of you are still dealing with mask mandates and social distancing and all that other nonsense is because Donald Trump unconstitutionally declared a national state of emergency over the cold. That's why you have it. Joe Biden just picked up the ball and ran with it. And now Donald Trump plays like he's going to be the savior, the good guy. This is the Hegelian dialectic. Guys, if he wasn't in on it, they would not give him a bit of airtime. They just wouldn't do it. Not a bit, good or bad. They wouldn't, they wouldn't do it. This is WWE. And it's to hold you off while your enemies continue to take ground against you. That's what it is. I mean, go listen to these Trump people and the Q people. Listen to them. 11-3, something was supposed to happen. 11-4, something was supposed to happen. 11-11, we're supposed to have something happen. John F. Kennedy Jr. is supposed to rise from the dead. This is what they're telling you. Military's in control. Trump is president. He's still in control. Well, if he's in control, what are you worried about what Joe Biden's doing? Or Congress, for that matter. Why are you worried? If your Messiah is in control, what are you worried about? Why are you showing any concern? Oh, that's right. Some of you are getting the popcorn. You're doing what Q says. Get your popcorn and watch the show. This is not a spectator sport, people. It's not a spectator sport. Now, let me slide down here real quickly because we posted yesterday uh, Dr. Chuck Baldwin, who's been on the show a couple of times. And, uh, you know, I like Chuck. Um, And he had pulled sort of 
what I had on the first that I put that I posted, and that was this issue with uh, with Donald Trump. And I I'm gonna um, I'm not gonna be able to pull the whole thing because I'm doing it here on the fly. Okay, so I apologize for that, but the video is here. I'll have that in the archive later this morning. And I did this uh, this piece here called Trump declares Israel literally owned Congress. Okay. He, he goes on this guy's show, and I don't know the guy, Ari Hoffman. I don't know who he is. Um, but uh, he went on, and apparently he was happy to have Donald Trump on there. I, yeah, I'd love for Donald Trump to come on the, on the show and let me ask him some real questions and put to him things that he actually did when he was telling you he was doing something else. I mean, I'd like to see that. Okay. And he can tell me how hard it was and how how bad and and how the Democrats were going after him all they want to, all he wants to. By the way, anybody see, before I get this, did anybody see Trump and his family with D. Snyder? You know, you know D. Snyder? He looks better without the makeup. <laughs> the guy from Twisted Sister, you know, what, 80s rock, heart hair bands, whatever kind of stuff. And Donnie and his and his family, the, the two boys and, and their wives and Ivanka and all that, were behind D, and D starts singing, we're going to sing, the, we're not going to take it, right? And they're all back there doing their thing, you know? And they're singing it, and I'm sitting there thinking, we're, you're not going to take it? You're the ones that have been giving it. You didn't put a you didn't put a stop to it the whole last year you were in office. You're you're continuing to push the shot on your on your uh, supporters on and uh, supporters and idolaters. There are there are two groups I think that are there, but in any case, he continues to push that on them. But we're not going to take it. I think that's what the people should be saying to all these political parties and politicians. We're not taking any more of you, period. But nope. Everybody thinks their savior is found in D.C. or their politicians or their political party. Listen to the mainstream, the mockingbird media. Listen to them now. What are they telling you? It's going to be a red wave in 2022. They're just, the Democrats are just going to be destroyed. Well, what good is that if your guys don't do what they're supposed to do? If they're impotent little wussies. And yes, I use that term. They're wimps. They talk a good game, but they don't bring it. They don't bring the game. What good does it do to have those guys in there? Nothing. Nothing. And they're just as bad as the Democrats because their answers are always big government. They tell you it's not, but you look at it. It's always big government. Every bit of it. So I did this 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 little piece on on Trump, and he told this guy literally or Israel literally owned Congress. Now it wasn't just that he said they owned Congress, but he said rightfully so. Whoa! So we went from a usurper in the White House, Barack Hussein Obama, Satoru Sabarka who thought Muslims and Muslim nations came first before America. Then we got a guy in there 
who thought Israel should come first before America. Hey, how about a que- I got a question for you. When the president puts his hand on the Bible and he makes his oath, who's he the president of? The world? Israel? Saudi Arabia? Iran? Russia? China? No, he's not president of any of those. He is supposed to be the president of the United States. He is supposed to be the representative of the people. Not of special interests, whether they be big pharma or unions or whatever the case may be. He's supposed to be a representative of the people. He is supposed to uphold the law. And when you go into the Old Testament, what do you find that, you know what, Larry, hang on. and I'm, He isn't important right now. Actually, he is. He's important because there are so many people who continue to do this. And people say, why do you guys pick on him? Why don't you say all this stuff about Biden? Well, you read the stuff that we have on Biden. You've heard this week a couple of shows that dealt with Biden's violations of the Constitution, too. But the problem I have is, is because he's being set up again, right along with Ron DeSantis, Christy Noem, and some of these other people, to run for president. And you know what? I might as well get my feet wet now going ahead and pointing out the criminality that went on with him because the same people who put him in office, who want him back in office, are going to try to vote for him again and tell me how bad I am and, oh, you just want to nitpick, oh, if the one without sin cast the first stone, blah, 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 blah. To to appease their conscience, that's what they're going to do. So here's, here's what he said. He said it was rightfully so that Israel literally owned Congress. He told this guy Hoffman, you know, the biggest change I've seen in Congress is Israel literally owned Congress. You understand that. Ten years ago, 15 years ago, and it was so powerful. It was so powerful, and today it's almost the opposite, he added. You have between AOC and Omar and these people, the the people he didn't prosecute. Both of these people are criminals. Along with, uh, what's what's her name? Rashida Tlaib, Tlaib, however you pronounce her name. Not trying to do that on purpose. I just read it how it looks to me. Anyway, we have evidence that they've committed crimes. Did Donald Trump push to have these people prosecuted? No, no more than any other corrupt politician. And he says, and these people that hate Israel, they hate it with a passion. Well, look, I don't hate Israel. I know they're an antichrist state. They're not the people of God. And I've already demonstrated that time and time and time and time again. That they're not the people of God. They're not followers of the Lord Jesus Christ. In fact, they're persecutors of the people who follow the Lord Jesus Christ. Just like their fathers who persecuted and killed the prophets, just like what Jesus said. They're controlling Congress. This is what Trump says. They're controlling Congress, and Israel is not a force in Congress anymore. Good. They shouldn't be. Neither should Muslim countries, nor any foreign power, nor any corporation. None of them should be an influence in Congress. Congress is to uphold the law, the Constitution. Period. That's what they're supposed to do. 
If they're engaging with foreign powers doing those kinds of things, you have to ask the question, is that not treason? I don't care if they're an ally or not. It's none of their business what we do. And then he goes on and he says, I mean, it's just amazing. I've never seen such a change, and we're not talking about over a long, a very long period of time, but I think you know exactly what, I, what I'm saying. They had such power, Israel had such power, and rightfully over Congress, and now it doesn't. Listen at that. That is treason coming out of the mouth of Donald Trump. Where in our Constitution do we say that any foreign power, especially Israel, has any say-so over our Congress? Any influence over it? Well, they're an ally, Tim. Don't, don't. Are you just not getting it? Are you not getting it? Chris Menahan um, wrote, Though the squad managed to stop an additional $1 billion to Israel, that's of your money, folks. $1 billion of your money going to Israel. Now, I know some of you have been brainwashed into the, their God-chosen people and all this stuff, which is nonsense. But I don't recall in our Constitution where we're to be giving a billion dollars to anybody. I mean, I just, I, I don't see that. Did any of you sign up to give a billion dollars of your money and your children's money and your parents' money and your aunts and uncles and brothers and sisters? Did you you sign up for that? I didn't think so. In a short-term government funding bill on September the 14th, less than 10 days later, the billion-dollar giveaway to Israel was brought to the House floor as a standalone bill and passed 420 to 9, with AOC changing your vote from no to present and then crying on the House floor. See, she's in on it too. Don't think, I mean, she's a puppet. We know that. We've seen the story behind her. Oh, this is, this is, this is rich. Check this out. This is, uh, this is AOC. Crying on the House floor, uh, passed a $1 billion funding for Israel's Iron Dome. She voted no, then switched her vote to present last minute. Check this out. Designated by Mr. Lawson of Florida, pursue it to House Resident Evil. I informed the House that Ms. Lawson will vote nay on, on House Resolution 483 Amendment. He votes nay. For what purpose? All right, so there she is. She needs a hug. You know, she needs a hug. And, uh, of course, you know, look. And there's videos in this article that you, you can obviously listen to the interview here with Trump. And then you can go, look, when this guy was still president, one of the things he said, he repeatedly stated that Israel, not oil, was the one reason the U.S. must remain in the Middle East. Let me tell you something, folks. I'll give you three guesses as to the only country that I know of in the Middle East that has nuclear weapons, and the first two don't count. That's Israel. They're the only country in the Middle East that has nuclear weapons that we know of. And they whine and cry about Iran, and I'm not saying Iran are good people, I'm not their leaders. I think the people are overall, but their leaders are not. Their representatives in government are not. They're not good people. But neither are ours. Okay, neither are neither are ours. 
and they whine. Bibi has been uh, whining about Iran and nuclear weapons for more than two decades, telling uh, telling the world next year they could have a they could have a nuke. Next year they could have a nuke. In two years they could have a nuke. And he's been doing that for more than two decades. Go back and just put it in in any search engine, and you'll find it. You'll find stories back into the 90s where he's doing that. And they still don't have it yet. But Israel does. And why do they have it? Because we gave it to them. Just like the whole cry about Iraq having WMDs and they couldn't find them, you know? Guess what? They did have WMDs at one time. Guess who gave it to them? We did. When they were fighting Iran, we chose sides on there instead of keeping our nose out of it. We See, we produce all the problems that we go over there to try to solve. We do it everywhere. Venezuela, go look at that mess going on. Colombia, you've got uh, Israel in, in influencing Colombia now, too. All this stuff. Nations can't keep their nose in their own business. they got to be in somebody else's business. Here's another one that Trump gave. During a rally in Winston-Salem, North Carolina on September the 8th, 2020, Trump said, the fact is we don't have to be in the Middle East. That's exactly right. We don't have to be there. Other than we want to protect, guess who? Israel. We've been very good to Israel. Yeah, we have. And we've had a show on that too. You know, people say, oh, yeah. I, I had a guy that I used to work for. I love him to death. I, I really do. But he was dispensational. And he says, you know, if we ever if we ever turn on Israel or we ever just, you know, leave them to be or whatever, boy, we're we're just gonna face utter destruction. Well, let me ask you something, folks. How how many years have we been blessing Israel? We've been following what the, the dispensationalists tell us is Israel instead of the church. How many years have we been doing that? Nineteen forties? We've been blessing Israel. And I want to ask you something. Has America been blessed more, or has she started to fall into the curses? Well, I think the latter is true, and I think that's demonstrable. When we go through Deuteronomy 28, we see that. And don't, don't, don't think that Joe Biden is, is somehow, he's a Zionist too. He said so. I wish I'd had time to prepare to do that, because this wasn't really where I wanted to go, but... Since Larry brought it up, and since this was something that happened this week, I thought, yeah, this will work very good. There's a video here uh, in the article, and Trump is talking with some guys, and these guys actually tell him, this is the video here. I'm not going to play it because it's long. It's like two hours or something. But you can watch the video, and they basically tell him that they believe there's two messiahs, He's number one. He's the first Messiah. I think it's Ben David or something like that. I don't get into all that stuff. I don't get into it. And then his son-in-law, Kushner, they believe is the second guy. That's what they told him. And Trump evidently believes it because he he tweeted he retweeted the, um, what's the guy's name? Root. His last name's Root. That's all I can remember. Wayne Allen Root. I think that's his name retweeted his tweet where he called Donald Trump. He said he's like the second coming of Christ, He's or second coming of God. Uh, he's the king of Israel. Here's what Donald Trump didn't tell you and didn't say in this uh, piece here. 
Donald Trump was owned by Israel too. He was owned by the banksters too. And again, I'm not going to take time to play this video here. Uh, This is in the article too. You can hardly find this. Okay? You can hardly find this video anywhere. I saved it on Brideon. There's one other guy that had it on there, and I think I've seen it one place else, but when they took uh, the guy uh, who made it, Adam Green, when they took his his channel down, I, I couldn't even find it on his, his site. I'm, I'm sure he probably is uploading it or, or you know doing something. I don't know. This video right here, 20 minutes, it's worth your time if you are a Trump supporter. And I say that not... Not in a demeaning way. I'm saying some people just don't know. They're buying into whatever he says and saying anything else is fake news. Go here and watch it. All Adam does is let him speak for himself and show you the headlines as they change according to what, you know, the late Sheldon Adelson, Adelson, however you say his name, uh, was doing there. And Sheldon was more loyal to Israel than he was America. Far more loyal to them. And you'll hear that in the video too. So when I say this, somebody says, oh, you're self-righteous for bashing Trump. I'm not bashing Trump. I'm pointing out what he did. If I'm bashing him because, you know, some people go orange man or the way he combs his hair, that's that would be bashing. I'm not doing that. This man was supposed to be a servant of the people. Just like any of these other people who take the White House, they're supposed to serve the people. Just like people in Congress, they're supposed to serve the people. And when they give you the lip service that says they're serving the people and then they don't come through, well, I got no loyalty to that. If you have loyalty to people like that, you're just as dangerous as they are. You're just as dangerous as they are. You're on the verge of being a traitor yourself. So with that said, Pastor Baldwin uh, put together a piece, and he referenced some of these things, um, you know, gave, gave a little shout-out to me on that for the article that I did there, and I appreciate that. But I just want you to hear some of what Pastor Baldwin has to say, okay? He said, I will never understand the fascination that conservatives, especially Christian conservatives, have with Donald Trump. Well, I understand it. He knows what to say to keep them engaged with him. That's you want to, any good con man, any good. And when I say good, understand what I'm saying. They're really let, let me change that term. They're excellent at conning people. They're excellent at being smooth talker, Betty Crocker. Okay, that's they're, that's what they are. Okay, they know what to say to win you over. They know what bones they have to throw you to win you over in order to do what it is that their masters want them to do. Okay? They know that. And I'm going to tell you, as far as I can see, nobody was better at that than Donald Trump. I mean, I'm talking about better than Slick Willie. Because he knew what to say when the time was appropriate and say it. And then when, when the back is turned, he's doing something else. He's doing something else. Let me tell you something. You don't get to be 70-something years old 
living your life the way you've lived it, come up to be elected president, you're asked a simple question. Have you ever repented? Have you ever asked God for forgiveness? Uh, well, you know, I listened to sermons from the great Norman Vincent Peale. He would make you feel... That's not an answer to the question. So did you, did you do it? I don't think I have. I just try to do better. Hmm. Well, we should do that. <laughs> that would be part of repentance. Don't get me wrong. But a man that sat in church all that time, and I'm not surprised, Norman Vincent Peale promoted NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming. I think I told you guys this. My father is a Southern Baptist pastor, and they brought NLP into the association that he was in. And him and several of the guys got up and walked out. They said, this is not biblical. And now Norman Vincent Peale's church, the one that Trump attended, or says he attended, I have no reason to doubt that he attended it. Well, maybe I do have it from some of the other stuff he said. But they're allowing sodomites and lesbians to teach there. Is it any wonder? They're not obviously teaching the Bible. It's a big problem, isn't it? So, let's continue on here with what Chuck Baldwin says. It is still not. It still has not registered with conservatives that it was Donald Trump that forced this devilish COVID tyranny on the world. That's exactly right. Exactly right. Everybody's focused on Fauci, and rightly so. I'm not saying you shouldn't be. Dr. Burks has largely gone the way of, we forgot about her, but she's a part of it too. Mike Pence, because he's running the show there with his task force, and all the rest of the knuckleheads who were in there doing it. And Trump, too, who walked him out on stage in front of the cameras every single day promoting that stuff. And if you say, well, well, he was speaking out against it. He was saying, oh, this shouldn't be done and that. And that. Okay, well, he's the president. Why didn't he put a stop to it? I'll tell you why. Because he's part of it. He's part of it. Baldwin continues, people such as Bill Gates and Anthony Fauci might have been the masterminds behind the COVID antichrist system that has plagued the planet for over 18 months now, resulting in millions of deaths and a crushing global economic catastrophe. But it was Trump who was the one who used his massive legal authority as president of the United States to authorize the swarms of demon-inspired health officials within the CDC and medical industry to terrorize the world with their COVID fanaticism. That's exactly right. Let me ask you something. When you go back in history and you look at what happened in Germany, how many people did Adolf Hitler shoot and bury in massive graves? I mean, himself. How many people did he starve to death? I mean, did, did he go in there and, and not give him food? How many people, you know, if there was whatever the gassing was or whatever, I've seen some documentaries where I just question a lot of what, what went on. I'm not saying they weren't political prisoners. They were. And I'm not saying a lot of them didn't die there. And I'm not saying a lot of them weren't shot because they were. Okay, I'm not, I'm not a denier that there was something that went on there. But I want to ask you, how many did Adolf Hitler actually do? None that I know of. But he was the instrument to be used for all of the people under him to do the dirty deed, didn't he? See, and he can go, my hands are clean. I didn't do anything. See? Same kind of thing 
It's the same kind of thing. And Joe Biden's doing it too. So don't think I'm letting him off the hook with it. He's doing the same thing. He's not out there sticking a needle in somebody's arm. He's not uh, out there forcing social distance. He's not out there forcing masks. And by the way, this, this mask mandate is a joke. Every person, I don't care this subjective, arbitrary number of 100 people, if you're an employee with 100 people, you you have to get the shot, but you guys over here don't. That's not equal protection under the law. That's the first thing. And the second thing is, the people who are being forced out of their work, you really need to gather together and bring suit against these people for everything they're worth. You need to be the ones owning the company. And you don't need to settle for anything less. If they offer you millions of dollars, you say, nope, I want your company. And then take the stand. I I, I just, it's incredible to me, the amount of people who are actually taking the stand, but you need to take it back to them. Once they do what they're going to do, they're going to say, you're not going to do anything. You can be like one of these 80 people down here that my friend Don is representing and going after the company mandating this stuff. All right, back over to Chuck Baldwin. I truly wish Trump would just take his bimbos to Palm Beach, Florida and leave America alone. Amen. Except for Abraham Lincoln, and I'm glad Chuck sees it this way, he's done more damage to liberty than any president in U.S. history, albeit Joe Biden is making a concerted effort to try and overtake Trump's Ignoble feet. But Trump is like a bad cold. Oh, there's an irony there. Coronavirus. He's like a bad coronavirus. Or the infernal COVID narrative that he helped create. He just won't go away. I feel like I feel about Trump the way I feel about Barack Hussein Obama. I'd like to see them both go away. Like be tried for their crimes against the Constitution and against us and go permanently away. That's what I'd like to see. And that's because so many Christians and conservatives... See, this doesn't fall on the wicked liberals and all, the, the sodomites and the lesbians. and the, this, is, this falls on the people who call themselves Christians, who call themselves conservatives, who fall, call themselves constitutionalists. They keep his hopes alive that he will be elected in 2024. I'll tell you this here and now. The GOP is almost guaranteed to win the 2024 presidential election. The 2022 congressional elections will be a landslide victory for Republicans. The GOP victory in Virginia's gubernatorial race on Tuesday is a precursor for next year. That's exactly right. And what will people get for it? They will get the same thing they got the last time they voted red. They're going to get the same stuff. It won't have the scary mask on that they see in a Joe Biden or a Barack Obama, but it's still going to advance the same agenda. Same agendas going forward. Globalism, loss of American sovereignty, loss of rights, loss of liberty. More of your money going to government. All of that, that's what you're going to get. Because the GOP is as spineless as the Democrats are ruthless. Okay? And so he says this. I see only one way for the GOP to lose the White House in 2024. 
if they nominate Donald Trump. So if you Republicans have a death wish, go ahead and nominate this con man. But don't say I didn't warn you. You know, I'm not so sure. I don't know. I see a lot of people who have seen exactly what Trump is about now that he's out of office. And I'm glad for that. I I am glad. But there's a lot of them still stuck on him. And let me tell you something. If the GOP puts them up, those people, whether they, if they like him, they're going to gladly go and vote. And if they don't like him, they're going to do what they've done time and time again. They're going to hold their nose and they're going to pull, pull the letter or push the button, punch out the card, whatever the case may be. Why? Because deep down, listen, Listen very carefully. This this is this is something everybody's going to have to look at for themselves. Deep down, they love this world. Deep down, they love this world. Why do you say that? Trump is one of the most perfect examples of worldliness. Look at the extravagance of his life. Just take his penthouse, for instance. The gaudy, gold-looking thing that looks like something that, you know, a king in times past would have done. The decoration to the sun god, Apollos. The way we've seen his philandering. The talk that came out of his mouth. The desire for money and fame and fortune. And I'm not saying that just because somebody has those things, they have maybe fame or they have fortune, that somehow makes them evil in and of itself. It doesn't. I'm not saying that at all. We read about several people in the Bible who were very wealthy. Job was one of them. I mean, he went from wealthy to dirt poor to wealthy again, more so than the first time. And he was a godly man. Abraham was greatly blessed. Isaac was blessed. So was Jacob. So was Joseph. Second in command next to Pharaoh. Very wealthy, very famous. But when it comes down to it, who are they serving? Who is their love towards? Bradley and I were speaking about this the other day. And... That's one of the things that came up. When false teachers come into the midst of the people, uh, you go back and you read Deuteronomy 13. I don't have it pulled up, and I apologize for that. It's, I'm just, I'm, I'm winging it today, okay? But you go back into Deuteronomy 13, and God says that he sends a false prophet among you, and you know he'll send one in who says something that doesn't come to pass. And you say, hey, That guy's a false teacher. You are to have a rock party with him. You're not to fear him. Then you have another false teacher who comes in, and he he tells you stuff that's going to come to pass, and it does come to pass. But he leads you after a God you have not known. You're not to fear him, and you're to do the same thing with that guy. Okay? Let me tell you something. Every time these people come up and they want your vote, Check their life and see if it matches what they're saying. 
they may be a false teacher, a false prophet that God has put in your midst for this reason. God says that he puts them in the midst of you to test you to see if you love him. Are you going to adhere to his commands and to his word, or are you going to listen to the false prophet? Who promises you winning. We're going to be winning so much, you're going to get sick of winning. Yeah, I I was so sick of winning during the Trump presidency. (laughs) Yeah. Nonsense. Nonsense. Continuing to feed the beast that murders innocent American babies. Continuing to fund the Antichrist Islamic supremacists three times more than Barack Hussein Obama Satoris Barca. Telling you that a wall is being built when it's fudging that a little bit, isn't it? Actually, I'm not taking God's word out of context at all. Well, maybe you're answering somebody else. I don't know. But the fact of the matter is, that's exactly what goes on. Donald Trump was the one who sit there and said, I'm the chosen one. Blasphemously saying it. Pastor Chuck goes on and he says, Candidly, a lifetime of experience has taught me to trust almost no politician. Amen. That's exactly right. And the only person he has any respect for is about the same one that I do, and that's Thomas Massey. And you know, his voting is great. It's just, I couldn't believe it the other week. He's going, well, this is treason. He laid it out for Joe Biden. And I'm like, okay, where's your articles of impeachment, man? See, it's got to go beyond just your vote. I mean, it's great that he does that. and Hardly anybody else does it up there. That's for sure. But if you know the guys involved in treason, why? Why didn't you, you know, do what you did, what you're supposed to do in doing that? I don't understand that. He goes on and he says, With that said, however, the one potential GOP presidential contender that freedomists might consider supporting in 2024 is Governor Ron DeSantis from Florida. Come on down, Ronnie. See what you've won. Without a doubt, DeSantis is at the tip of the spear in the fight against the COVID narrative, or at least that's what they want you to think. Although he still hasn't had the guts to come out and oppose the COVID death drug known as the SARS-CoV-2 vaccine. But at this point, he seems to be the only governor with the guts to actually take aggressive and overtly public resistance. That's because he's running for the office. (laughs) I I don't think Chuck doesn't know that. I think he does. In fact, he goes on, he says, of course, as with almost every other major politician, DeSantis is a shill for Zionist Israel, and as such, would be incapable of fully defending America's liberties because the Zionist elites are the most single most destructive influence upon both our con- constitutional liberties and our Christian ideologies in the world, and their influence over Washington politics and politicians reigns supreme. That's exactly right. And I know firsthand... We've sent documents that show the criminality of a sheriff down in Florida. Ron DeSantis wouldn't do anything about it. Not a thing. And um, 
Yeah, well, I mean, we gave it to him. Guys, I cut off the music there. We got about 10 seconds on Red State. And I'm going to finish because I was about 10 or 15 minutes late starting. So I'm, gonna, I'm just going to kind of finish this up and wrap it up. Thank you for joining us. Um, and uh, so there goes uh, Red State. <clears throat> so if you're coming over from Red State, welcome. <laughs> Sorry, I know today is just a mess. I'll try to be better about it tomorrow. I'm going to have to take time to sort out some bucks here. Let me just quickly finish this. Don't think that Israel don't still still doesn't have influence over our Congress. See, in this, Trump is trying to play to his base. This is what they always do. They make it, well, if I'm not in there, and you remember when he wrote that thing, what was it, a month ago or something? You're fa- signed your favorite president. Oh, the arrogance and pride and just narcissism, self-absorption, all that stuff is just incredible. I mean, it's really incredible. He wants you to think that if you put him back in there, you people who are deceived, okay, about Israel being God's people somehow, the modern geopolitical state, is somehow God's people, then he can pit you against it, even though... Okay, yeah, the Iron Dome thing. They make a thing. Let me ask you something. Why didn't AOC actually vote no? Why didn't she? Why did she change her vote to present? Anybody ever think about that? Why did she do that? Think about the area that she comes from. Think about the area that she comes from. I'll leave it at that for you to figure out. But it's incredible to me because here's Dr. Baldwin, comes to the same conclusion that I came to in my article. Look at this. Notice that Trump believes it is right that Israel controls the U.S. Congress. Any man who would endorse the concept that a foreign government, any foreign government, is right to control the U.S. Congress is, in my opinion, and this speaker's opinion too, guilty of treason. That is exactly right. And yet his supporters like Larry and some of the other people, the strays that wander in here, who want to defend him, you got to you got to answer that question for yourself. Should Israel rightly have influence and control over the U.S. Congress? Have you lost your mind along with your liberty? Ashkenazi Jew, what he called himself, Jack Bernstein, who was doubtlessly assassinated by the Israeli Mossad due to his truthful and powerful anti-Zionist books, wrote much about the power of Israel over the government in Washington, D.C. In his book, The Life of an American Jew in Racist Marxist Israel, Bernstein wrote, quote, The U.S. government allows a Jew to be a citizen of both the U.S. and Israel. And that's true. We've got, we've got several up there. Now, look, I am not one that think all Jews are running the world. There's, there's an entire slew of them who are against Zionists. Good. <laughs> you should be. But Bernstein goes on and he says, German Americans cannot be citizens of both the U.S. and Germany. Italian Americans cannot be citizens of both the U.S. and Italy. 
Egyptian Americans cannot be citizens of both the U.S. and Egypt. Let me add, Canadian citizens cannot be citizens of Canada and the U.S. Oh, I'm sorry, Ted Cruz. I I apologize. Um, (laughs) But a Jewish American can be a citizen of both Israel and the U.S. This is a prime example of the kind of power the Zionist Jews have over the U.S. government. That comes from a self-proclaimed Ashkenazi Jew, Jack Bernstein. Over 100 members of Congress, says Baldwin, who have dual citizenship, both with the U.S. and Israel, are in our Congress. 100 members of them. Bernstein also went on in these quotes, and I'm going to wrap it up. The cover-up of the whole scandalous affair, Israel's attack on the U.S. Liberty, USS Liberty in 1967, I have a very exciting announcement related to this event at the end of this column. Uh, that's, um, I guess that's something that uh, that Chuck put in, and we didn't get the little quote there. But anyway, could not have succeeded if the news media had done its duty and reported the facts surrounding the attack. This is a good example of the power the Zionist-controlled news media in America exercises to distort or withhold important information from the American people. See, you, here's the thing. You, you've got this, this Zionism that runs a, a lot of the media, and they're hand-in-glove with who? Who did I tell you was paying 30 to 40% of advertising in the mainstream media? The Mockingbird media? That's right, Big Pharma. Where's the hotbed of sicknesses and deaths from this shot that they're giving it? Right there in Israel. I mean, even Israel's own, I forget what that committee was that they formed. They said, we've never seen anything like this, the amount of people dying from this and all this other. Their own people are calling it out. And I just got a video the other day, let me just pull it up real quick. Oh, sign in. <laughs> you just, oh. let me just do this real quick. Because I got a video the other day, and they were there were some people in Israel who were warning about what was going on. Okay, I can't even get in here. It should be saving my password. It doesn't. I'll try to have that up in the archive if I can remember to do that. Okay, I'll try to, I'll try to do that. Um, Anyway, let's let's go back here and finish this up real quick. It's a good example of the power the Zionist-controlled news media in America exercises to distort or withhold important information from the American people. And again, if you go back to the 19th century, you'll begin to see, it was actually early 19th century, you begin to see where this dispensational stuff come in. Rapture stuff, um, you know, seven year trip. Now, it, now, don't get me wrong. There were elements of it that existed before. There was some kind of. Um, I want to say he was a. I want to say he was a Jesuit around the 1500s or so who kind of started some of this stuff, but it really took on something of its own, uh, largely in America. It was not really seen anywhere else. I think there was a place in Wales where there was some of this stuff going on. It was largely in America, and they started to teach this. Stuff Now, this is where you had a lot of the cults come out, too. In the 19th century, you had Seventh-day Adventists, led by Ellen G. White, who, that was formerly the Millerites. They had given false prophecies about the coming of Christ. You had the Mormons rise up there. You had the Jehovah's Witnesses rise up there. Um, 
and a number of these sort of last days kind of groups that were, many of them were giving false prophecies that never came to pass. And then they were having to cover it up with spirituality, saying the coming of Christ happened spiritually. Jehovah's Witnesses were notorious for that. And that's well documented. So all of that came to pass, and then it started creeping into the church itself. Um, there were many guys, and I can't even remember the, some of the guys' names now. I can see their faces because I had to do a DVD on it called um, C.I. Schofield, The Man and the Myth. You can still see the image on Amazon if you want to get that, um, but I don't think the, the video is available there. You may, I don't even know if it's out. The, 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 there was a company that I used to work for called Nicene Council. They were bought out by the company owned by the guy who hired me to do Freedom Outpost. So I'm sure they've got a copy of it. So I probably have a copy of the video somewhere um, on a hard drive. But it explained the guys who were in this dispensational mindset, how they came in in the late 19th century and into the 20th century, and they were guiding people like Theodore Herzl, who wanted to establish Israel, he wanted to establish a Jewish state, and he was going to establish it in Uganda. And these guys came out. Let me tell you how ridiculous they were. They're American dudes, and they dress like Middle Eastern people. They put the things on their head, and you know, had the the robes and stuff. I mean, it was just it was weird. And they're telling them, no, no, no. You're supposed to do this in Jerusalem. This would lead to Darby Darbyism, Schofieldism, the Schofield Bible. That thing is riddled with errors, and that guy was just ugh. You want to talk about his private life? Ooh, yeah. It's very clear he was a Second Peter chapter 2 false prophet. That's what he was. I mean, this guy was so warped. He actually went to D.L. Moody and told him after a sermon where D.L. Moody talked about the martyrdom of Paul. He actually went and told D.L. Moody when Paul was in heaven, he didn't have a head because it got cut off. This, this is how warped this is. And this guy has a Bible with his name on it, with all his notes in there, where basically what they do in, in this dispensationalism is they take an eschatology and they wrap it over a theology. That's what they do. They don't take theology and extrapolate it out and then look at their eschatology. Eschatology, for it's just a big word for the study of last things. That's what it means, okay? That's what they do. And all of that became part of American policy Beginning with, if I'm not mistaken, the great, if you want to call him that, Woodrow Wilson. And this idea of looking at a geopolitical state of Israel. Okay? See, religion and correct doctrine does have an impact on politics, folks. Oh, yes. You people who want to poo-poo those of us who point back to the Bible and say, you better get this right, the reason that we have this stuff with Israel is because of wrong doctrine. The reason that we have the stuff that we're dealing with with Muslim nations is because we've allowed Muslims to be in there and have an influence in that. I think Muslims need the gospel. I think they need to be corrected and and call and called to repentance. Let me tell you something. If there's one thing that I think Muslims do get, that they want, they say they want to honor God. And they're willing to go kind, to all kinds of extremes to do that. 
in their mind. Well, the question then is this. Why don't we turn them on to the true and living God, the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, and confront them with their sin and call them to repentance? Can you imagine the zeal? I've seen some Muslims who are converted. The zeal they have for the law of God and for the gospel, it's great. It's really great. Two more quotes here. Or excuse me, three more quotes. Then we're going to wrap this up. Speaking of Israel's 1973 war, Bernstein writes, U.S. government officials are so much under the influence of Zionists that they had alerted the 82nd Airborne Division stationed at Fort Bragg, North Carolina, and the U.S. troops stationed in Germany for the purposes of being sent to aid Israel if necessary. It is pretty sad that to please the Zionist power in America, U.S. government officials are willing to sacrifice the lives of American boys to save Zionist, Marxist, Israel. This is why, boy, this is one of the reasons when my when one of my sons says, I, I want to go join the Marines. Nah, uh-uh. This is one of many because we've got a corrupt system. They don't care about our boys. They don't care about their lives. Otherwise, they wouldn't, the exhibit A is they wouldn't be giving them the, to force any shots on them. That'd be exhibit A. The other is they don't mind sacrificing our boys for their precious Antichrist state of Israel. Bernstein said, if American boys die in a future Middle East war or Mideast war, and this was written in 1984, you will know that those responsible will be the Zionist Jews in America and the weak-spined politicians in Washington, D.C. who bow to their Zionist lords. And then Baldwin goes on and he says, how many innocent Palestinians, Iraqis, Jordanians, Syrians, Afghanis, Libyans, Iranians, Yemenis, Lebanese, and others have died since 1984. All because the weak-spined politicians in Washington, D.C. have bowed to their Zionist lords. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And then Bernstein ends with this one. Evidence leads to the conclusion that it is these Jewish international bankers. And look, every banker is not a Jew, okay? Just this... I don't I don't like it when everybody paints with a broad brush, but I do believe there's a lot to this, and what we're talking about is Zionism. Okay? And by the way, there's a lot of Zionists who aren't Jewish, but they're buying into the Marxist theology here. Okay? And ideology. And yeah, Marx was a he was a theologian. He was a really bad one, but he listen, everybody is a theologian. Let me put it that way. Everybody's a theologian. Everybody is. You're either a good one or you're a bad one. The fool has said in his heart there is no God. He's got a theology. God God isn't there. He knows better. It's self-evident within him, Romans 1. But you're either a good one or a bad one. Which one are you? The Bible says to study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman that needs not to be ashamed. So be a good one, right? All right, so... He goes on, Bernstein does, and he says, Evidence leads to the conclusion that it is these Jewish international bankers who own the Class A stock of the U.S. Federal Reserve, America's Central Bank. In this position of power, these Zionist bankers can, and likely will, trigger an economic collapse in America, hello, like they did in 1929 when they caused the stock market crash and started the severe depression of the 1930s. In the resulting state of confusion and in an effort to obtain food and other necessities, 
the American people will accept the new state's constitution, which has already been written. This will place the American people under the dictates of one world government run by the Zionist-oriented international bankers and Zionist Bolshevik Jews. By the way, and again, it's not... I, I recognize there are people who are Jewish who are opposed to this stuff. I recognize that. I know there are those people who do it. Okay? But you've got to understand, and, and even in Russia, there were a, the communists were Jewish. I mean, they were. And when you went into Nazi Germany, they said they were fighting the communists, but there were a lot of Jews who were selling their own people out. They were Judas goats is what they were. Selling their own people out. And what do you expect? Look, they were doing it with, in Jesus' day. They were doing it in the days of the prophets. Jesus didn't come and he didn't call out the Phoenicians. He didn't call out the Assyrians. He didn't call out the Babylonians for killing the prophets. He called out those who said they were God's people. They were children of Abraham. They were Jews. They had the sign of the covenant. And instead, he turned on him and he says, wait a minute, guys. You're not, Abraham's not your father, or you'd be doing the works of him. God's not your father either. Your father's the devil. And I, I think this is, you know, this is this is really something. You know, this piece is called "What Kind of 4D Chess Is Trump Playing Now?" and it's on this thing, it's on this this claim of Israel somehow controlling Congress. Who was more a friend to Israel than Donald Trump? I mean, he was praised because he moved the embassy to Jerusalem. Which, look, I don't have a problem with. They claim it's their capital. Want to move an embassy? Big deal. Move the embassy. I don't care. I mean, when he moved it, I said, I don't care. Fine. Can we quit giving them money? Can we quit giving Muslim countries money? Can we quit making agreements with our enemies over there too? Not just in the Middle East, but everywhere else? Can we stop doing that? Again, theology plays into all of this. You guys remember when Joshua was going through the land. God told him, he says, don't make any treaties with the people. There were people found out what he was doing. And they dressed and got dirty and they dressed raggedy. They presented themselves. They were, they were con men because they didn't want to be killed. Oh, we need some food. And, you know, and so they made a treaty with them. And then Joshua and them found out right away they weren't who they said they were. But Joshua and his people had bound themselves by their word. And this is what America's done, and we haven't figured it out yet, and we just keep on doing this. This is why, if there's not a congress, if a congressman, a senator, and a president are not willing to go full bore to get us out of the United Nations, they don't need to. You need to tell them to put their hand back in their pocket, quit asking for the vote. They're not American. They're not American. They're supporters of our enemies. That's who they're supporters of. There's more here um, that uh, Dr. Baldwin goes into at the end on the USS Liberty. And um, he, uh, in fact, um, let's see, he says, on November the 14th, just to let you know, Liberty Fellowship, 
They're going to host a special ceremony involving several surviving crew members of the USS Liberty attack. That ought to be something to hear. That's November the 14th. Put that on your calendar. That that should be something um, really interesting to hear. Okay. Um, okay, so with that said, I'm wrapping up. Let me end with some scripture here. We need to correct, if we're in the mindset of thinking geopolitical Israel, the modern Jewish state, as it's called, it's an apartheid state, it really is. Um, If we're in the mindset of thinking somehow that's God's people, God's blessing on us is dependent upon how we treat them and stuff like that. Now, we treat them the same way we would treat any other country. By the way, we treat Jews the same way we would treat anybody else either. Just so just so you just so we're clear. We treat Muslims the same way that we would treat anybody else. You say, well, where are you getting that from? We're supposed to, you know, you talk about them being antichrist. Yeah, that's right. I go right back to the issue of the story of the Good Samaritan, the Lord said, and he said, You're to love your neighbor as yourself. Part of loving my neighbor is not helping them in their delusion, in their in their deception, in their false doctrines. It is to help them out of that. It is to teach them. It is to make disciples of them. So it's like the one guy who came in here the other week in the, in the rumble who was trolling me, getting on me for welcoming all these people. Hey, I'm glad you're here. If you're a sinner, I'm glad you're here to hear the message. I am. Because you need to hear it. And I welcome you to hear the message. And that message is not contained in one sentence at the first of the thing to say repent. It's just not contained in that. If you're a follower of Judaism or Zionism or Islam or communism or atheism or Buddhism, let me tell you something. You have deceived yourself. You've been deceived, and now you're deceiving yourself. The Bible says there is one name given among men under heaven whereby we must be saved. No other religion says that. Islam talks about Allah and brings in Muhammad and this, that, and the other, but Muhammad's not a savior. And you're really not told in Islam how you really deal with your sins. Christianity deals with your sins outside of you. It deals with it in the person and the work of the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for sinners. Died, was buried, rose again, ascended into heaven, sits at the right hand of the power on high. And unlike any other religion in the world, Christianity teaches your sins are forgiven by grace alone. The good grace of God. Rome doesn't even teach that. And that's why Luther had such a problem with Rome. Rome wants trinkets. They want pilgrimages just like Islam. They want your money. They want indulgences. 
And Luther was like, wait a minute, if God, why is God not just forgiving sin because he loves? You see, you can't buy God off with corruptible things like silver and gold because we're bought with something more precious than those things, the blood of the Son of God, the Lord Jesus Christ. I can't convert anybody. I don't intend to convert anybody. That's not my intent. That's the work of God. And that is such a liberating thing, i got to tell you, that I can stand here and say these things according to Scripture, according to my conscience bound by the Scripture, and I can walk away from it and say, Lord, do your work. If you're, if you're putting this out there to harden somebody's heart, then glorify yourself in that. I don't desire that, but I don't know the mind of God of who he's dealing with. And if yours is to bring grace to them and humble them and save them, then do that because you're going to be glorified in that too. And let me tell you something. That includes people who are Jews, people who are Muslims, whether you're from Israel, whether you're from Saudi Arabia, Africa, Russia, China, you name it. The Bible says that Jesus is saving people out of every tribe, tongue, people, and nation. If you have the mindset of a racist, seriously, if you have that mindset, that's not a biblical mindset. It isn't. Because the people who are our people, I got to tell you that, there are two, there are, there, there's one race, it's the human race in the physical here. There's a spiritual race, though, that's going on between two, the children of God and the children of the devil. Which one are you today? God commands that you repent of your sin. What are you involved in that's lawless? Some of you may think that you're like Paul, that you've kept yourself pristine and pure and you haven't you know, seen any evil, spoken any evil, or not heard any evil, and yet you've got it in your heart. Jesus gave two examples of that. The lusting after a woman being the same as adultery. The hatred for your brother without a cause being the same as murder. The Ninth Commandment picks it up too. Excuse me, the Tenth Commandment. You shall not covet. If you remember, Paul says that's the one that got him. Because outwardly, nobody could accuse him of idolatry, violating the Sabbath, taking God's name in vain, adultery, killing, stealing, any of that stuff. Bearing false witness. He says, nobody, I was blameless in the law. But it was the coveting. Coveting is one that's very specific internally. It's not external. And the coveting, if you really look at it, is the one that leads to all the other sins outward. It's what goes on in the heart, and that's what Jesus says. What comes out of the heart, what comes out of man, is what defiles him. The Bible calls it calls you to repentance. Okay? Guys, uh, have a great day. I do apologize for all the tech stuff, and I know this isn't like a regular show, but uh, just winging it there a little bit, and I appreciate your patience with me. Uh, Bradley will be on at 3 p.m., I guess. <laughs> I'm assuming he's okay. Uh, but in any case, he'll be on at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, sonsoflibertymedia.com. Don't forget to also check us out on Rumble. I'm going to have to upload the video, okay? so be patient with me on that. Uh, Sons of Liberty Radio Live, beforeitsnews.com, top of the page, dlive.tv at the Sons of Liberty, and also Twitch at Setting Brush Fires. You guys have a great day. We'll see you at 3. Adios.